All right, guys, what's up? Coach Jimmy here. Oh, we're recording now? Today, I have a special guest, Jansen, Bam Bam, and Taylor. Running like a hell cat. Guys, I've been playing with the lighting. I've been playing with all this stuff. Um, I haven't quite figured out what we're going to do with the background and all that stuff. So you guys just overlook it and bear with us. Uh, hopefully the sound and all is perfect. I'm not going to do too much more with the sound. We've been playing with a GoXLR and a routing table. We've been playing with our uh, Rode. Uh, what is this thing called? Rodecaster Pro. I knew that. And then we got the camera AM Mini Pro, which is switches for all of us. Um, linking all this up together and then routing it has been a pain in the ass, but I think it's going to be very, very professional once it gets done. Anyway, guys, uh, since we got one of my students here, Jansen, he's been training with me for a little over a year now. And we're going we're gonna to ask him some questions about training, talk to him about what his goals are, and kind of let you guys get to know a little bit about the school through someone else's eyes other than the coaches. Um, we're we, always on here. Yeah, we're always on here. We're always talking about what we're doing and the stuff that we're trying to, to accomplish and things like that. Now we get to have someone that's a little younger that gets to kind of see. We get to kind of see through their eyes a little bit. And um, no pressure. I didn't realize you had already been here a year. Yeah. It's just crazy like, to me. Maybe like a year and a month now. I'm not sure. It's you don't remember me. when you exactly started? I think it was maybe early, early June. Okay. This feels like a brand new podcast to me because you swapped me and Taylor's oh, and Taylor's so seat. <laughs> like I, it feels weird. You threw us out of our element. So I put her over here. And put Bam Bam over there. Because I don't have a tan. And myself over here. And because my voice is too high-pitched. Yes. <laughs> so, I had to, listen, y'all, I switched them because when Bam Bam sits over here, his complexion picks up the back lights, and then he looks pink or purple. Or if I turn the light off where it's not shining in the background, he looks super, super white. And I can adjust all the lights. Like, I can make the lights Alexa- Turn the lights to 100%. I can make us bright. Like, no backlight. Super so bright. bright yeah. Like, look. <laughs> See? 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 He looks, <laughs> he looks asleep. But, all right, so if you're not, if you're listening to this on Spotify, we just showed, like, a bunch of different camera angles and showed the lights. But... The point is, is that Bam Bam was way too white to be sitting in that seat. Because <laughs> when I would adjust the lights, it was not darkening him up. We had to turn the lights off, and you could still see this dude. I'm so, dude. I did Ancestry, and, like, my background, I, I'm as white as they come. It's all European nations. I can't help it. I don't even tan. I burn and go back white. <laughs> I, get, I can't help it, man. I don't know what to tell you. You mean get a spray tan? Nah, I mean, you're good. <laughs> you got a tan in bed, you should try it. I'm Small not get, increments. I'm not getting in a tan in bed. Mm. That's not happening. Yeah. Well, let me fix my lights back. Alexa, turn the lights to 30%. We were at 25. No, no, I switched it to 30 when I was, uh, when, I went, when I switched your chairs. I switched it back I'm to 30. Attention. He's just changing everything. He is. So, uh, you want to start with the questions then with Jansen? 
start out? Yeah. Jansen, uh, you said you've been training a year and a month. How's your life changed since you started training? Yeah, I mean, it's changed, like, a lot, actually. Just, I feel like since I've started training, I've just taken a lot more better care of myself, I guess you could say. And it's just, I feel like I'm in a lot better shape than I have ever been. I I will say this about you, too. Like, I've noticed that once you got comfortable showing up and coming to class, you're not one of our students that just shows up, does the minimum, does class, leaves. You're one of the last ones to leave when we rolled into class. You're in here uh, doing work by yourself. I had come in to the gym early and seen you doing, like, bag work. So, like, I feel like you have done, like, a lifestyle change and fully, like, fought in and is just trying to better, better yourself. Yeah. Is, I mean, is that – feel like that's true? Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, it's also given me, like, a, a lot – it's boosted my confidence a lot. Like, I, I just feel a lot better about myself. That's awesome. It is. Um, I've noticed, like, you – you have one of the best attitudes of anyone in the gym. Like, you come in here and you want to learn, you want to get better, and you always have questions. How do I get better? How do I do this? You never leave, like, angry or frustrated. But was that something – did you ever battle with, like, hot-headedness or anything, or have you always just been this laid back? I mean, there's been a lot of times where I've left the gym and I've been, like, pretty upset. And it's like – I mean, I'm sure that's everybody. Mm. The upset because you felt like you wasn't any good or wasn't learning at the speed you thought? Uh, just. Because I, I have down knots too. I understand if that's what you're talking about. Everyone does. Yeah, just feeling like I'm, like, not any good at all. And then. You'll, you'll have those knots, and it continues. Uh, I, I have those knots, and August I'll have been training four years, and I know that. Uh, Coach Jimmy, as long as he's been training, he still has those knots, don't you? Oh yeah, hundred percent. I have those. I have those days, weeks, uh, camera, months. Thank you. I have all that all the time. Uh, but it's not like I'm depressed about it. It's just you go home like, dang, uh, the stuff I was trying didn't work, or okay, I can't figure out how to get to this particular place that I'm trying to get. It's not that I don't feel like I'm good ever. It's that I'm not accomplishing what I'm trying to do. And it just means I got to work more. And, right. and I feel like that's what turns a lot of people off. It, this is not something you get good at overnight. And we've said on other podcasts, uh, like, you just keep showing up. And I feel like you have done that. You've kept showing up. Have you noticed? It's hard to notice when you're here every class or every night. Uh, but with new people coming in, uh, like, have you noticed yourself getting better? Like certain things? Uh, yeah, uh, actually a lot. Whenever like a new person comes in, it's like, I didn't think I could actually do that to somebody that hasn't mm -hmm. trained. And it, it, it makes you feel a lot better just to know that like, to feel that you're getting better. Yes. Well, one of those, uh, like you hit a small win, which the wins, like you said, sometimes you go home upset. Those wins counteract that completely, doesn't it? Yeah, but I feel like 
when that happens, like you, everybody gets upset about it, but I feel like everybody has to go through that to get those little wins there. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, it does. I get that. What do you think, Coach Jimmy? I th- dude, I, I honestly, I think that everybody's different. And yeah. for me, like my wins are, um, my wins are not the same. Like, yeah, I can do a lot of stuff to a lot of people. So, like, um, I'm honestly, I find wins when I see you guys succeeding with things that I've taught you. And then, like, uh, even tonight, it happened tonight, and I had, I didn't even, I didn't even tell Bam Bam this, but like, I completely went bypassed like gabling the stomach. I bypassed it, uh, the wrist. I bypassed it because, like, I felt like it would be an easier transition to start doing that later. And, like, I just wanted everybody kind of getting to the position. And Bam, like, he didn't want to say nothing, but then he did. He, you he, goaded me into it. I was just going to wait and, like, try it both ways when we drilled. And instead of, like, taking that segue and taking the whole class down this road. Because you mentioned it on the podcast. Like, sometimes I ask a question and everyone's like, what the hell is he talking about? <laughs> so I was just going to on my own or maybe pull you to me like hey i noticed you didn't do this but you just stared at me like ask it do it well i knew exactly i knew exactly what you were gonna ask i like i knew it as soon as i looked at your face i knew you was gonna be like why aren't you gabling the wrist or whatever and for me i'm not gabling the wrist because our gym is full of wrestlers dude they're not full of straight jujitsu people so they don't ball up and get everything small and tight they try to explode out or, um, man, we, people are trying to hit switches and they're trying to, like, wrestle. They'll roll through, like, turtle, they'll roll through to get the guard to wrestle up. And um, they're, not, they're not playing this safe, like, slow jiu-jitsu game. We have, like, a couple of guys that do that, but most of our guys do not do that. So... You're not just gonna get. You're not just gonna get the wrist, and um, when you. So I was struggling getting the wrist, but when I go other places, I get the wrist. Right. So I. But I wanted to teach it a way that it would work for them, and for, they would find success in their home gym for the style that you teach here. Yeah, for the style. So I knew that if I were to. Uh, teach them grab the wrist or this is how you do this instead of letting them kind of figure that out on their own. I can say, hey, you can get to this position and bar and you're good. And But when you ask the question tonight, I was like, yeah, that's awesome. It's awesome for one that you are remembering things and that you're, you're picking up and then you're thinking for yourself. But then for two, everyone talks about like you are my coach, but you – move the way that I move. And you don't see that, but you... Not at all. But you don't see that because you can't do that to me. But <laughs> everyone else in the gym talks about how you move and, like, your your style is my style. You, you turtle more than I do, but your style is through and through... So like you are the closest thing to my style inside the whole school. Yeah, and I don't do a passive turtle. Like I'm trying to attack from turtle. There's a, I either, 
hook their elbow and go for a sweep or like the Kimura grip. Yeah, or, I mean, I know you're attacking the, stuff. Or I do that little knee pound and roll them over. Yeah. That's my favorite. So, like I said, I know you, I know you do all that stuff and everything, but th- those are my wins now. It's not necessarily when I do something. Like, when I learn something new and then I'm finding that success in that, I'm like, cool. How can I teach this to everybody? And then they pick up on it. And then when I teach it and then I see people doing it, like, dude, Jay hitting a twister. Like, I, we talked about that, but that is my wins now. And, and even when I go home and I've rolled hard that night and, like, I feel good about how I roll and stuff, but I still, like, I'm supposed to be able to do that stuff. In right. my mind, I'm supposed to be able to do pretty much all the stuff that I want while we're here in the school, I'm I'm the small one of the smallest guys in the adult class, but I'm I've been doing it a lot longer, so I feel like I should be able to do the things that we're doing. And when I can't, that discourages me, and so that makes me work twice as hard to be able to do it. But when I'm able to do it, that's not my win because in my mind, I'm supposed to be able to do it, and then. But then when I teach it and I see you guys doing it, like, you just learn that. And that makes me feel like that's my win. So I guess to answer the question that that we were talking about with Jansen, uh, my wins are different, but I still go home. I still go home discouraged sometimes. It's like when I teach a move ten times and nobody gets it, or, like, I, I I don't get it. Like, when I see the kids still, like, pulling into the neck, instead of rear naked choking, or I see my guys getting to positions that I, I either failed to explain to them how to get out of the, where they get it, or I see them getting stuck, and I'm like, dang, we got to go over that. And then I try to go over it, and they're still getting stuck there. I'm like, okay, what am I doing wrong? Though that, is, that gets me down. Right. But, and, but when I see them pull it off, that gets me really high, like, yes, like they're getting it. I completely understand and get that, and I believe Taylor will start to the more her women's class grows. I get it with the kids. I completely understand that. When they pull off something that I've shown them, I get really excited. And then at the same time when I'm teaching something, and I see all of them having the same problem or all of them forgetting the same step, it brings me down like, guys, we – I know I showed y'all this. Like, <laughs> like, well, okay, I, I got a little notepad on my phone. Like, let me add it back. We're going to circle back to this. But when they do do something, and then you learn your kids too. Like I know, like you said, I roll like you. You learn your students. You could probably pick out like so-and-so is good at this. So-and-so needs to work on this. Like you yeah, know your students. 100%. I got one kid that like they just pick up on certain things. It becomes their style. I got one kid that is amazing at ghost triangles. It's like 10 years old, and he's throwing ghost triangles. He just, he's good at them. I got another kid that is phenomenal at throwing triangles and arm bars from the back. Like, he just picked up on it. It goes with his style, and he just, he got it. And just seeing them, like, I just went over some small details because they saw me do it in passing or someone else, and they asked about it. It's not even, I did, those two moves I did not even teach in class. They just happened to see it or see it in adult class, asked me about it. I showed it to them in passing just a couple steps, and they got it. And I'm like, that's amazing. And let's like say, Taylor, as soon as, like, your women's class is growing, 
and the more it grows and these new girls pick it up, like you're going to get these same wins. Are yeah. You, like, what do you think? Well, mine aren't that big yet, but I did have my, or one of my first ones this past Tuesday, and it's silly, but we're, we've been doing around the world. Um, so we're just learning positions, learning pressure, learning how to move around someone. And so we did a live drill, and um, I was partnered, and it was her third class, I think. And um, her job was to hold me down, and I was moving, shrimping, getting on my side. And she transitioned to side control, too, and she went, this is right. I just learned this. Oh, my gosh. And, like, she got excited that she got to a position, and I was like, yes, yes, you did. Like, this is what we've been doing. And it was just, it was the best feeling. And she got excited, and I was like, See, you're getting it. And it felt good just because she realized that she had made it to a position that she learned, even though it was side control, too. Like, that, it's still. You got to like, start somewhere. Yeah. I mean. And it was awesome. And, I mean, the way you talked, like, it was correct. It was. So. Yeah. Like, she had pressure and everything, and I was nice. so proud of her. It was great. So, uh, I got another question. We were talking. Uh, you were talking about the style you teach it. Uh, we don't hunker down and turtle. We more like wrestle up. Uh, Jensen, I know you wrestle, right? Yes, sir. Uh, so, has, do you feel jiu-jitsu, especially our school with our wrestling style, has helped you with your wrestling? And also, like, transitioning with wrestling and jiu-jitsu. Because jiu-jitsu, you get real comfortable on your back. Wrestling, that's a big no-no. So, has it helped you? And is the transition going between the two like, do you got to, like, flip a switch? Like, oh, I can't do that here. Whenever, like, I'm at wrestling or whatever, it's like, you. it's kind of like you have, like, two mindsets. Or it's like, well, I'm going to do it this way. And then if, when I get here, it's like, if I do that, then I'm, like, going to get all types of screwed up. <laughs> but I feel like since last season for wrestling – and then I came back over the summer. My wrestling has improved a lot. And even in jiu-jitsu, I like to be on my back. Like, I like to play from guard. So it's really weird to feel, like, how much I've improved in wrestling by on my back. But last year, I'm giving people a lot more of a challenge than I am this year than I did last you're giving them more of a challenge this go-around than last year. Yeah, exactly. Got it. They said it backwards, but that's yeah. fine. We, yeah. we understood what you were saying. So just the grind here and just the wrestling style, you feel like it's helped you in wrestling for the school. Yeah. Uh, another thing is just, like, me being more confident in myself and just taking better care of myself, and I'm just in a lot better shape. Like, I've... Just in a lot better shape, really. Got you. Last year, it was like, I did not like it at all. I hated wrestling. I, If I could have quit, I would have quit. I remember that. Like, I hated it. But I, I didn't want to quit. And then at the end of the season, I started to like it. So when I got back this summer, it's like, okay, well, I actually want to wrestle. So let's get to work, I guess. There you go. Good mindset. That's a very good mindset. I can honestly say there's not, especially with a younger generation, I would say. like Usually, you don't see that type of mindset 
until people start getting older, get more experienced, they realize, okay, like I need to do something with my life. Maybe it's just me. I don't see a lot of young people that already develop that mindset. That's a really good mindset to have. Yeah, that's why I was saying he just has the best attitude all yeah. the time. Like, yeah. It's so crazy to me. I actually have uh, – I, I knew I was going to ask you this specifically when I knew you were going to be on the podcast. I thought about it. So you've been training, we'll say a year. year and a month, you said, say a year. Uh, got more comfortable. Uh, I know Coach Yumi went through it uh, when he first opened this gym and started coaching. I went through it. Uh, when he started getting me ready to take over the kids' program. I know Taylor has experienced it. Um, we were shorthanded today with kids' class. So uh, you have stepped up and, like, you're one of the people we ask, you know, like, hey, let me sh- drill on you to show everyone this move, you know, in adult class. And you've gotten to that level to where when he knew I was going to be short-staffed like junior coaches, he's like, hey, I'll call Jensen. And you showed up no problem and was ready to jump in and help whatever you could. This was the first time actually being like an active participant in some type of class. Yes? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, so, how, how did it feel? Like, what were your thoughts? Like, I don't know what I'm doing or I can do this or was it hard? Like, what, just where were your, was your mind at? What did you think? My mind when I first got there was like, okay, like – I wanna. I don't want to just stand there the whole time and just be quiet and not do anything. But then another thing was like, what if like they don't know who I am? Like, what if they don't believe me or like they don't listen to me or whatever? But I mean, I was just really nervous and really awkward because I didn't really, I hadn't been around it. I guess. Gotcha. That's a. I would say those answers are very common. Uh. I know everyone in here is probably their first class nervous. Maybe Jimmy's an exception. He's saying no, but I don't. When he first opened. <laughs> but I, I was nervous for a while, for a long time. And when it came to the point where I was going to be by myself, the nervousness came back. So you want to hear mine? I mean, was Teaching. I done? Cool. I didn't know. <laughs> no, go ahead. I'm no, messing with know. you. Uh, I'm messing with teaching. you. Teaching. I never, I was never nervous teaching inside my own school. I was never nervous going somewhere else, like to the wrestling gym and teaching or coaching, because I've been doing this since I was six years old, you know. And um, I didn't start wrestling, so to speak, or doing MMA and BJJ until I was eighteen. Uh, I was seventeen, fixing to be eighteen, is when I started, and. I've been in different places, and early on, it was like four years in, I just started coaching a morning class for uh, for one of my first coaches. I, whatever we learned that night, I would come in the next morning and teach it. Never, never had a problem there. But recently, I started coaching at 10th Planet Perry, and Steven is my coach, and he – Asked me to coach things the way that he coaches things. Like, the way that he would do it. And that, I felt that nervousness. And I felt out of pocket. Because a lot of the stuff that I was trying to teach is not necessarily the way that I would do it. So, it's not that I wouldn't do it. 
it just wouldn't be the first thing that I did. Right. It doesn't so fit the particular style that works for you and that you're used to. Right. And it, and like I said, it's not the it's not wrong. It's not different. It's not yeah. uh, like it's kind of like this. And I, I try to explain it the best I can. He he'll t- he'll say things like, "Oh, I'll do this eighty percent of the time." And then he'll show the opposite side of that, and he'll go, I do this 20% of the time. Well, his 20% is is my 80. And my 80 is his 20. It's like they're flip-flop. And it's so crazy, like, how much a lock we are in the way that we think and the way we process and the moves and do things. But how different we are in our execution. It's like yin and yang or night and day. And trying to teach for him and make him proud or happy or whatever you want to call it, that made me nervous. I got you. But I think it's the pressure of doing it right because I'm a perfectionist and I want to do it right, whereas I've never felt like before, as long as I believe in what I was teaching, I could teach it wrong. But doing it for him, I, it felt like when he, when he would criticize or when he would say, hey, try this or hey, do this, in my heart it felt like, oh, I just did that wrong. I did that. I didn't do that in a way that would make him happy. So then I would, I, it would make me not shell up, but it would make me less like uh like, less confident in what I was right. doing. And that that's the first time I've ever experienced anything remotely close to that inside of a gym. I, I understand that. I, I, I get that. I was nervous from day one until I get – but I'm someone that's more like – I like routine. So, until I get comfortable or in a routine, I'm going to be – anxious or nervous or something like that once being a coach became part of the norm and i got some experience like i think we talked about last time i'll just come in and wing it uh but first starting out like i'm nervous like uh jensen said like are, like what why are they going to listen to me what are they going to believe what i have to say and then i didn't want to show them like you were saying the wrong thing because yeah i don't want to show them the wrong thing well and then if it is wrong and then it doesn't work. Well, then they just lost whatever confidence they had in me. But so for me, that I don't feel like you can show them the wrong thing. Like it's not wrong, and that, I think that that's why. Um, I think that's why I I feel like it would be easier to coach for me than it would a lot of people, because I don't think anything's wrong, ever. Yeah. Like um, there's better ways. So, yeah, I can show you a move that'll work on, like, 90% of white belts, but it'll never work on a blue belt or a purple belt. Does that mean it's wrong? I mean, not necessarily. I do a move to this day that people say don't work, but I'll do it, and it, it nearly every time sets up a pass. Like, there's, there's things that are wrong, but they, they're not because it's kind of like, all right, uh, my back escape. It's like, look away. Like, if they're choking you here, you, you go that way. Right. I don't. I go the other way. I go into the choke, and everybody's like, that's wrong. 
And it is. It's it's 100% wrong. But I I usually escape. I and I do both. I rather look towards the opening, but I find myself looking towards the choke too. Like I, what kind of like what they give me. Yeah, and, and dude, when I say that, it's like if I told a high level jujitsu guy, it's like you're an idiot. Never do that. And but it's not wrong if it works, right? And I think that even a, a horrible move that's just trash at the right time will work. And that's how I, I treat yeah. jujitsu. I treat jujitsu like, okay, like your hand placement, your head placement, like all of this stuff matters. So if I do it without my, my, my hands being in the right way or my head being in the right way or my weight position the right way, these are the actions that you're going to get in return. So you either have to be ready for that or you have to yeah. figure out how to stop it before it happens. But if I do the wrong move every single time but I get a reaction that I've grown accustomed to, then I can capitalize on that and make them pay for it even though I did – the wrong thing. Right. So that that's why, I, like, I don't look into stuff that deep. Like, I, I, I want you guys teaching on stuff that works at the highest of high levels. Right. And I want to coach at the highest of high levels in that manner. So, yeah, I got, I got things that I would be like, hey, let's do this this way. Let's do this this way. But at the end of the day, I would never come in and just be like, that's – that's bullshit. Don't ever do that. Like, argh, I would never coach that way. I have never coached that right. way. Right. I was going to say, I think I experienced something like that for the first time in the past couple weeks, uh, teaching adult class. Because I, I do adult and kids differently. You, have, you do. I mean, you have to. Yeah. Like, kids. I, I did want to say this before I get down that rabbit hole. Uh, like, you're talking about you and Coach Steven and stuff. I feel like you're at a certain level as well. Jiu-Jitsu is an art. So as long as your, like, basic foundations and your concepts, all that stuff is the same, you, you're going to take different paths. It's an art. Like, you're making your own art with jiu-jitsu. So you both have a great foundation and the concepts. You know what you're supposed to do. You're just taking different paths to get there. Right. So, but, uh, like, with kids, um, you're talking about it could be an ugly move. With kids, I break it down. In a perfect world, it's going to be this step to this step. To this step, usually they're going to move 90% of the time. They're going to move this way. You're going to do this. We all know we don't live in a perfect world. But with kids and how they learn and process, I teach them this step by step. And I say, guys, in a, in a live situation, let's say there's six steps to the move. You may only do four of them. That's fine. The end result, the end goal is the same. Yeah. I said, you once you build up that smoothness and – that steadiness, the speed will come, you'll blow right through two of the steps out of six and only connect with four of them and still come out on top, that's a win. Don't stop halfway through because you think you need to do all six steps. We drill all six steps. That way you create that muscle memory and the correct way to do the move. But your body, once you get to that level, like you don't have to do all six steps to complete the move. Well, actually, I think that you do all six steps – but you, there's no pause. Yeah. You're as seamless as possible. So you go through those other steps without actually pause, 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 right. the pause. The steps blend together. Yeah. But you do agree, too, that sometimes you do completely miss something. Risk control. 
Uh, but I was going to say with adult class, I had someone ask. It was about uh, specifically. I remember it may happen another time, but I remember this one instance specifically. I taught, uh, went through the hand, hand, head, and collecting a single leg like two weeks ago, ago in the adult class that you had me run once a week. And uh, I showed them how I collect the leg. Uh, and someone asked me, well, I don't know if they said you or someone else or they just do it. They collect it this way. And I told them, like, that's not wrong. Uh, you can collect it that way. This is what I do, and this is why I do it. What you did is not wrong, but here's why I do it the way I do. And so, I mean, I get it. Like, it's not wrong. I told them, like, you can do it that way. It's not some, how I would like to do it, but that's just me. Right. So, uh, yeah. Like, so, I mean, I just, it's funny that you say that because I just had that experience like two weeks ago. Right. And I, and it's funny, the more you coach, the more, um, more you coach, the more you experience things like that. And I, I coach like you and that's how you, I feel like that's how you would react to it. So, I mean, that's, that's how I just dealt with it. I mean, like, yeah, that's not wrong. Here's the basis for my knowledge. What you did was right though. Right. And I, I think yeah. that, uh, but I've always, always, always coached that way, like. This is this, 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 this. This is step one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah. Okay, now, this is step one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. But here's what I do. Here's what happens. Here's where they go here. Here's where they go here. Here's where they go here. Like, yeah. It's endless. Right, and this is if, what it looks if, like without if. pausing. Like This is it seamless. Yeah. Like when you do it like it's supposed to be done. I just spit water. That's fine. But, yeah, we, uh, I try to teach it and then say, hey, there is no stopping. This is as seamless as possible. Right. So I was about to say, I feel like we kind of got down a rabbit hole sidetracked. Uh, do you want to go ahead and ask Jensen the question you always ask every podcast? Not yet because um, I wanted to ask Taylor, have you felt that, like, that pressure or that, like, I have to be right? Or do you feel like I'm judging you? Or? Uh, yeah. Uh, blah, 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 blah. No, I don't feel like you're judging me because I made you leave. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, wait, but not him judging you, but do you feel like the new people coming to your class like question you? Like, does she know what she? I don't think like, so. Um, yet, yet, because y'all are talking about like the details and going through everything. Y'all want to know who does need to know every single detail of every single thing? You women. <laughs> Mm. Women. <laughs> so, like, I pointed that out to you. We did Do you, the around the world drill. And I had just started from like knee slide to scarf and then around the head. Just, you know, basic, mm -hmm. like these are the positions. I had one lady say, Well, next week, can we learn it backwards? <laughs> <laughs> I need to see it from both ways. And I was like, and I tried explaining, like, this is just a drill. You don't have to go in this order. Like, these are just your positions teaching you how to move. Sometimes you go from side control to mount, or, you know, you don't have to go from side control to modified side to north-south. Like, you don't have to do all of those things. But, no, that's not working. Like, there has to be a game plan. I have to have a road map. And... I guess I, I'm that way, and I, 
I'm realizing it the longer I stick with it because I've gotten better. And I guess because I'm understanding concepts and everything a little bit more. So I'm like, okay, you can, you have options, but it is so funny to me. So now next week we have to start in mail and work our way around to end somewhere so, else. I was, <laughs> no, no, no. I just have one question. Uh, not trying to be funny or rude. I was just going to ask. With you teaching, have like do you get the question why? Have they done, like, done that? Like, why? Not really. No. Um, they haven't asked why too much. I feel like that would be a common. No. Well, we're just learning the positions, and so and I everyone so far I've done it to them, so they feel the pressure. They feel that, what it does. That little ball, that scarf. And so mm. they they don't ask like why I'm learning this. They can feel it. But now it's a, how do I get up? <laughs> Tell them, that's, that's a future class. Don't get ahead. Don't get I'm ahead. Like, it's, it's on my plans. But we've started doing the live drills, so I'll make them, like, try to hold each other down. And they're moving, and they're trying to get up. And it's just the best thing. It, it's so much fun, and I love it. When but you, to kind of, what were you I was going to say, when you have them in the scarf, do you make them say their ABCs? I don't. I, I'm being <sighs> That's one of my favorite things. I'm being nice. Um a lot of the women, and it's actually pretty cool because a lot of the women in my class are domestic violence survivors, and we actually had a match chat about it um, this past Tuesday, and if anyone walked in, they probably thought that we were in a cult or something because it was like everyone was sitting in a circle crying. So the pressure is still, we have to work up to it so to actually be in. With you saying that, I just thought about this, and we don't have to talk about it, but I know we left the last podcast if because you posted that one yes yeah so some of our listeners heard the talk where you wanted to do more and you've thought about it right yeah so i got plans so would you like to share some of those sure um nothing set in stone yet but there are two women's shelters in dublin that i want to start volunteering at and taking jujitsu to them um jimmy and i talked about getting some mats um, flex, flex roll, roll mats. mats and portable that way you can mm-hmm. take them and yeah and the cool thing about having the mats not to cut her off but when we go to tournaments we can have our own mats that we just drive down there and put yes. in a corner and then we don't have to worry about warming up on the mats that are non-existence yeah i like that idea i don't know about in the corner because you'll have people coming over and then you like, no no you can't use these velvet I, rope i set them up outside Depends on the weather, when the tournament is, of course, but. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, go ahead, though. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, I mean, that was pretty much it. I haven't made moves yet. Um, I'm still trying to finish my real estate course. And I said that before I started something new, I needed to get one thing off my plate since I'm bouncing around a lot. But I feel like we're doing that on this podcast. With four people, I feel like we're bouncing around. I know. Just random stuff. (laughs) We're used to three people. I'm glad we have a guest and. I just hey, that's that's dope though. Yeah, but because I just with us talking, I just thought of another question for Jensen. But yeah. I want you, I want no, I want you to finish yeah, your thoughts. I'm done. I'm just excited. Like I haven't done anything yet, but as everything keeps rolling, we'll keep talking about it, and I'll keep everyone. Up that to would date. be awesome. I'm stoked. So um, there was something that she said earlier about women having to know like every little thing. I went through that with her, and always me why is it always me hey i went through that with her like really bad and 
it it is her and I have talked about it, and it is like it is women that is like, why, what do we do, where do I go, where do I, what's the next step, where's the next step, and I'm like, okay, wait a minute, it's not like, you know, we're not putting together like a, like this is how this goes together. It's like this one piece fits in several other pieces, <laughs> and I struggled so hard. With that, because I'm like, okay, well, this move works this way in, in theory. <laughs> but it don't work that way, like, when you have someone, it's, it's a flow. Yeah. And I struggled, like, that's why I'm so glad that she kind of took that. <laughs> and she's doing a way better job than I could. Not because I can't teach that way, but because I see it as a whole like a, as a whole, and I, I know that it ties in and it ties in and it ties in, and, and sometimes you, skip, you blend steps together and it's one big motion. Right. Because you don't get your submissions like here, here, here. You get them during transition. That's when you get your, your submissions. Your submissions come during transition. And you need to surprise that person or break their loop, like, to get them. Yeah. And I, I was trying to explain that, and I could not. That, that was one of my hardest jobs as a coach is, like, um, no, no, I'm not trying to put her on blast, but one of our kids, Ayla, like, I'm not trying to put her on blast. Like you Ayla. just did. Like yeah. you just called like, her. Like the kids I talked about didn't name them or nothing. No, nah, I'm, I'm I'm name dropping Ayla. I'm gonna tag her in the post when I post this podcast. Nah, like she's like that, but she's so good. But I'm like, no, no, it's not a it's not a cookie cutter. It's not. It's like that's not how it works. And trying to get that through or get that to to set up that way, I was I struggled with it. Her and I like had long talks about this and it, it was just for me it was that part of it is extremely hard and it and I guess it's you guys's mind works different from ours oh yeah, yeah. there's I'm, no blending steps like we need here 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 and like I said as I've progressed in jujitsu I've changed a lot with that I feel like I can see the bigger picture <laughs> but it's funny. I it's great. Are you seeing what I was going through now, though? I'm like, not frustrated with it. No, no, uh, I, I didn't get frustrated. I was about to say, like, don't feel bad about how you make Jimmy feel. Like we're like the past month, I felt it. Like you see the looks he gives me. Like he gives me looks like go put the gloves on. Like, <laughs> I feel like he wants to throw hands. Like why me would you too. ask that? Like what? Like really, man? Like what are you doing? Like he gives me a look like. Oh shit! He wants to throw hands after class. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> listen to this. So, like you, you just said that. Oh man, I was, I was I trying not to interrupt, and I, I had a, a, a brain fart or whatever. Uh, Told you, bouncing around, bouncing around. Now, she, the what was your last sentence? Uh, God, that it's fun. I'm not frustrated with it. That you're. Uh, she's changed how she. Oh, those things. Yeah, she's changed like the the flow of stuff or or whatever. But you guys, you're you're you do this too, Bam Bam. 
Uh-oh. We're in trouble right No, no, y'all are in trouble. <laughs> but office. Y'all are in the principal's office. We got the finger pointed. <laughs> he did. They did get the finger pointed. Because Bam does this, and I think it's I think it's because, because he's lived alone so long. But you guys, like, want to plan out, if we go do something, every single step, <laughs> every single second, and I just kind of want to chill and no, just like no, do no. whatever oh, comes whoa, 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 whoa. and like there. Like, there. I just want to I just want to show up and kind of hang out and like do whatever. Just no, like, no, no, no. Yeah. And that's how my jujitsu is. We would but never you get guys, anywhere. No, but I do not you guys, plan every single second. You, no, I plan you one thing are, on the Jacksonville trip. One thing. You guys are like, oh, we're going to eat at at nine twenty nine, and we're gonna the restaurant. We're gonna the show restaurant up. Closes. He was laying on the couch and he needed to get a shower. Like, dude, you gotta get a shower. We gotta oh, go about eat. This story. Like, that was the only thing I planned the whole trip. This one time. Dude. And he's like, dude, like what what? Like, fine. Get a shower. And then he comes out and I'm just sitting there. I'm just sitting there, like, we're gonna eat as a team. Like, we're gonna eat one meal together. Let's, like we're in Jacksonville, let's go enjoy a meal. And he comes out and shower, like, we going? I'm like, I guess you ready? <laughs> I planned the one thing. I didn't have it like, okay, we're going to go for a walk at 10. We're going to. This dude had a planner. He had a planner with stuff written down. (laughs) You're not going, you're not going on my Kentucky trip. Because there's going to be planned because I want to do this, 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 and this. (laughs) One place I wanted to eat at in Jacksonville. One place. What Kentucky trip? Is this why I wasn't invited? Dude. We talked about it before the podcast. sitting right there. When? Before like the podcast, an hour ago. I don't remember Kentucky Bourbon Trip. Maybe I was focused on getting the podcast set but up. But the so one you guys thing I pretty. really wanted to do in Jacksonville, he is sassy. I didn't even get to do it. The one thing I requested, what I was did, that? I wanted to go eat that one place, and they were closed. The one place, and I said I'm not going to put in all the addresses to see if they're open. I said, screw it, y'all pick some place to eat, and we end up eating someplace else. Oh, but did you like where we ate? Yeah, I like where we ate, but I had already had my mind up because I got y'all to agree. I'm like, hey, tell y'all what. Y'all pick all the food. Before we leave, though, tomorrow, let's go to this one place I really want to go to. And y'all say, sure. It's closed. Because he didn't take a shower. No, just this was a different place. Oh. And they did. So, you're saying I plan everything out. They left it up to me to choose where we ate at. They gave me the responsibility. I'm like, guys, I don't want that power. And they said, no, choose. Okay. Jimmy's allergic to half the food and picky. <laughs> Zach wants some place he can get a drink. Jay's just long for the ride. No, like he just said, uh, what? No crystals, no Cracker Barrel or something. Which we wanted to eat someplace, so it wasn't gonna be that anyway. And I'm like, y'all give me too much power. Like I, I don't want this responsibility. Mm-hmm. Choose a place. Like okay, guys, let's go. Why are we gonna go right now? I'm hungry. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what I was saying was, is that. That is something that these guys do. They have calendars and planners. No. And if I didn't have calendars, our bills wouldn't get paid, sucker. <laughs> no, I like. just want to. I have one or two things planned, and then the rest of it, you know, free flow. Like let's just do something. Just I like to plan one or two things. I'm gonna be honest. The rest of it. I'm gonna be honest. You know what I had planned? Jujitsu. I just show up when they he told me to be there. He didn't even know what time jujitsu was. He didn't even know what time. You're like, Zach, when we got to be there? <laughs> He relies on everyone else, then but I'm then like, gets angry when they tell him, hey, and then this I'm is like, the time we got to be there. And then I'm like, hey, do we got to stop and get breakfast or coffee? Uh, so we got to leave this time that we got enough time. I don't want, we pay for the seminar. I don't want to be late. So we had to leave by a certain time to go get Zach's mandatory breakfast coffee. You got you some breakfast sandwiches. 
Listen, the seminar starts when I get there, homie. It does not. Are you the one <laughs> teaching it? Cloud of arrogance. Yeah. Like, is it your seminar you're teaching? Might as well be. Now, hey, you start giving seminars, and like, I'm taking you to it. We're on your timetable. Whenever you want to leave and get there, I'm with you. <laughs> we don't pay some people I'm coming still, from out of town. Like, she's still gonna hold I me still, to it. Uh, I'm like, they done paid you. You better be there. Like, we'll just whatever with time the we get there. Yeah, and everything. No, don't have a start time. Just what time we get there. We run the amount of time till it's over. Like if it's a two-hour seminar, whatever time we get there, we just go for two hours. Yeah, but they got to know what time to show up. Because then, no, because if you don't give them a time and Jimmy gets there and no one else is there, his ass ain't waiting. <laughs> <laughs> it's open mat then. Y'all miss the seminar. It's open mat. Yeah, that's right. So anything else? I was going to circle back that question for forgot the Jensen, but anything else? No, that was just, I was just making fun of you guys because – Mm-hmm. That is something that you guys, that's something that you guys really, which, really do. Honestly, which is kind of crazy for, for those that don't know you, you are really a perfectionist in OCD. So it, it's crazy how the time doesn't bother you. Uh-oh. You made him have the crazy eye. He did. did. he just call me OCD? I'm allowed to. I grew up with OCD. My sister wrote a college paper on me. I was a subject of her college paper because of OCD. I used to have it bad. Yeah, you used to, like, have to – you were a repeater. I was a repeater. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, like, a, I still hoard a little bit. I've gotten better. But repeater, everything had to be even number. Still, like, you come over to my house right now, my TV's on even number volume mm-hmm. right now. And then also, like, I couldn't – if I turned around one way, I had to turn back around the other way. Like, it was bad. It was bad. But I'm just – so I, I see the tendencies in you. I don't know what he's talking about. So, like, for you to be a perfectionist, it, that, you know, I never thought about it. That is really strange. Like, the time stuff doesn't bother you. I think it would if he looked at the time. I think he intentionally avoids it because it'll stress him out and cause him that anxiety. So, he intentionally yeah. does not look at a clock. Okay. Where he doesn't have. I've just never thought of that, but. I have. I, I li- mm-hmm. mm. so. It's because I'm not OCD. You just avoid your triggers. That's what I do. But I still have a tendency. You called me out tonight because you thought it was when you kicked me in my eye. I touch my nose. Like, I don't, like, see, me thinking about it now, like, I touch my nose. It's, a, it's like a little tick type deal. Gotcha. Uh, nah, um, you you'll definitely call me out if we're doing warm-ups and I don't go the other direction. Oh, like yeah. this. He was like, uh, and I'm like, all right, guys, swing your arm. I'm like, no, 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 no. no, no. no, no. We got to go the other way. No, we do. I, that's, oh, uh, we're not. I do it all the time just to bother him. That's and terrible. then and then he's like, We did go the other way. You weren't paying attention. I'm like, no, well, I'm doing it now. You should start just telling him the time randomly. He does that to aggravate you. You should be like, hey Jimmy, it's ten forty one. We gotta be done at this time. Oof. He's even gotta finish that, hey Jimmy, it's ten forty one. And he'll go, Oh, what what happens at ten forty one? What, what do you have planned? Let me see your planner. <laughs> So I want to pull Jensen back into this. We, we big segue, like we got went down a rabbit hole there. Uh, Jensen, we're talking about coaching. You helped out today. Uh, understand the feelings that you said you had and you were nervous. But is that something you would want to do again or down the road or anything like that? Like, is that like what are your? I know Jim was going to ask. I don't think we've asked. Like, what are your future goals? Like, is coaching in an option? Um, I'm not really sure if I want to 
go on coaching because I feel like I'm just not good at explaining things at all. So, oh, so you saying that not everyone can coach or at least can coach starting off. It's something that you learn to do. Like it's a it's a skill. It really is a skill. I I don't know. I just feel like I'm. It's not meant for me. But I do want to like keep training at like as much as I can for as long as I can. But like I guess you could say like my goals are just to get at like just to be able to compete with others that are at like the high levels. Okay. Um. <laughs> Actually, I think that I think that you'll be a good coach. Uh, I, I think that you have the temperament for it. I think that you have a uh, understanding of jujitsu. You show up even when, uh, like, you come to every class that we have. Um, even if you're going to be late, you still make it a, a point to show up. I think that you're going to be a really good competitor, and I think that once you find your voice, like your real voice, um, you will be a good coach. I think the reason that you don't feel like you would be a good coach right now is because of the self-doubt that you feel because you feel there's so much that you don't know or uh, that you haven't experienced yet. But I also feel like that's what's holding you back in your jiu-jitsu is not necessarily your confidence in training, but your confidence in what you're doing, if that makes sense. I, I will say, too, don't base a decision of – about coaching, because I agree with him, and Coach Taylor off camera, she she was saying it too, like agreeing with him about your temperament and stuff. The coaching is a skill. Like, you have to develop it just like you're developing everything else. And the more you help out, like, it will start growing. And lost my train of thought. It just it just went gone. <laughs> <laughs> you were talking about his temperament and training and developing a skill of coaching. Um, yeah, there was something else I was going to piggyback on what you said. Come back to me. Yeah, I'll come back. <laughs> and uh, it was, guys, it, just, it was gone. I've done that. <laughs> that energy drink, man. <laughs> Dude, I've done that several times. But, no, what it, basically what I was saying was, is like like he said, it's a skill. And you have to hone your craft. You have to show Remember. up. Remember. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you came right back to me. So, uh, talking about the self-doubt, I will say, like, out of everyone that we train with and stuff, it never fails. Like, you are so uh, determined to get better and learn. At the end of every single role, you ask me, what do you see? What, what, what do I need to work on? What, yeah. I, what can I fix? It never fails. You ask every single time. And honestly, sometimes I can say, like, I, dude, I didn't notice anything that time. Or, some, like, some, I tried to think of something and give you a pointer because I know that question is coming. Mm -hmm. And it's getting to the point, sometimes I don't have, just from the positions we were in, I just... I don't have anything for you that night, but it never fails. No one else is asking me after every role. Like, you ask every time. We don't turn this thing into a Praise Jansen podcast. But <laughs> uh, tonight, there was, uh, what, 16 people on the mat tonight? Is that how many was here in adult class? Yeah. 16? Pretty sure we counted 15, and then, then there was me. Mm, I don't know. I know we had an even number until Mr. Mel walked in late. That's all I know. It was because I was seeing if we needed. We had fifteen, and you were sixteen. Right. I wasn't counting him. Well, that's what I'm saying. When you count me, it'll be even number then. It would be even number. 
Got so it. So that's what I was saying. With me, they were 16. Got it. He rolled with every single person because of his birthday. His birthday was yesterday. And he rolled with every single person. And I get to be the last person because I want him tired before I mess with him. So, so I, I look good, right? Nah. That's just how we do it. We start from rank lowest to highest on your birthday. And you just roll with everybody. It's fun. Nobody's actually trying to kill you. but And it, it's quick. Like you ain't doing five-minute rolls every everyone. No, no. It's, it's like anywhere from 30 seconds to a minute, depending on how that good that person's doing against you. If the other person's winning, it's a minute. If you're beating that person, it's 30 seconds. And uh, by the time I, you got to me, that's 16 minutes of straight rolling. And I started in mount. And before we even started good, you had recovered. And then I had to, I, I had to fight and get back to mount. I was like, no, no, he ain't recovering that easy. And I had to fight to get back to yeah. Mount. And I did. Just so the world knows I did. <laughs> just playing. But the point was is that I knew how exhausted you was because I did mine two days before with only, what, 13 people? Yeah. There's only like 13 there. For I don't mine. know how many. I know it was less than 16. It was yeah. still double digits, though. Yeah, I had 13 people. And Zach requested extra time, and Bam Bam let him have extra time. And I was tired. But, uh... I took it easy on you, though, to make up for it. No, he didn't. I, I did. No, he didn't. He tried to kill me. Jay tried to twist me. Fake news. Anyway. Uh, I did. I, did you hear me remind him, like, Jay, we ain't trying to finish. We're just making him, <laughs> just making him work. <laughs> but that was my point, is that when I got to you today, like, you were still fighting. You were still moving. You were still making the right conscious decisions. You did not let fatigue turn you into a coward. And fatigue will make you a coward. And... Or you were still getting after it, and it was very impressive. So, like I said, I'm not trying to turn this into a praise dancing thing, but dude, we have a few teenagers that take this shit very, very serious. He's definitely one. You, you are one. Like if I out of the top people I got that come to my mind, you were you were in top five that take take it serious. That's going to represent the school really, really well. And I'm not saying that to just you know, like praise Jansen on the podcast or whatever. I'm saying that because it's very it's very cool to watch how serious you take it and how much you train. Caitlin too. Uh I wanna see Caitlin like I wanna see her like get that greediness about her and quit self doubting herself. But and I wanna see her train with, with tougher people. But I don't ever see you back down or, or turn away right. or uh, and it's just whatever and it, I'm I'm proud of you. So like with my uh, comp kids class, even, he went the entire comp kids class doing these same positional drills with Ron, who easily has how much? How much do you weigh? I'm like 145 right now. He, I know Ron's in the twos, so almost 100 pounds. I know 80. He has 80 pounds on you, easily. I want to say he's like 210 around that, give or take five to 10 pounds. I, so, I have no idea how much. Yeah, so I'm just saying, so like 80 pounds, and you went the full 45-minute class with him doing every positional drill before adult class. And then did your gauntlet. Oh and then, then you did your gauntlet. Dude, I forgot about that. Yeah. That, he did. So he not only did he do our competitor class with a grown, like, 
God, it's 100 pounds more than him. Yeah. Just pretty much rolling the whole time, like yeah. live drills. And then yes. he just busted through his gauntlet after. No and then class. rolled after class. And then rolled after class. <laughs> God, to be I, young. How are you awake right now? To be young. That's dope. <laughs> so, dude, we're proud of you. Uh, we really are. And we see, we all see your hard work. And that's, that's what makes it cool is that we get to be a part of it. That's our as a coach, that's what made like that's the heartwarming part. This is why I wanted to be a coach so we can make a difference in people's lives. <laughs> so uh do you you said you had one more question for him? No, that was it about uh his goals, like how he not based off how it went tonight, because it was his first time. I know the nervousness if he had planned on maybe coaching being in his future. Gotcha. So we we covered all that. So I feel like we're uh We're at my question. Yes. So Jansen Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Have you ever been in a real fight, regardless of age, regardless of person, have you ever been in a fight? If the answer is yes, we're going to ask you to describe it. The the most memorable fight, if there was more than one. Yeah. In detail, to the best of your ability, to make us feel like we were there and, like, explain to us what happened. This is the question he asked every new person on the podcast. So you don't think it's just out the blue. Um, I've never actually been in like a, a fist fight. I've, it's just not my thing, I guess. I just, I try not to make it to get to that point, I guess. I have had like, it, since I've started, I've put on gloves with like somebody that, that it was supposed to be, like, a, a real fight, I guess. But it was with gloves on, so I don't really... It's it's different. That doesn't matter, uh, I, I guess, if it's, like... If, it's, if there's no ref, and there's no one out there or whatever, and, and y'all it's are not, just... It's not sparring, you're not training. That's a fight. It's a fight. Yeah. Y'all just have a little extra protection. But you're just like, hey, show up, we're going to put the gloves on and throw hands? Yeah. And, yeah, exactly. How did that work out for you? Well, honestly, I'm not trying to have like a big head or anything or brag or anything, but no, we asked. That's yeah. not bragging if we asked. You just describe what happened. Yeah. I expected to come out pretty beat up myself. Like I expected to come out like bloody and all beat up and everything. But it actually went really well for me. <laughs> uh, Did he come out beat up and bloody? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was like it started, and then there wasn't a whole lot of technique being used by me. So I was just throwing, like, cowboy punches, just throwing whatever I could. Haymakers. Yeah. But it worked for me. And I I think I only actually got hit once. But it didn't do anything. Like, you couldn't tell that I got hit. But for him, it, it was like within like 30 seconds. He was just like, I, I felt bad for him. <laughs> That's pretty bad. I feel like I need, why were y'all fighting? Okay, 
So we were on, we were playing video games together. Oh, video <laughs> games. Was this, was this uh, discussed in the Snapchat group? Uh, no, I'm, I don't think so, no. Oh, okay. And <clears throat> somebody says something about him, and he didn't hear it. So, and he asked what he said. So I, so I told him what this other guy said. And he thought that I was talking about him, and he just says every bad thing in the world you can think of, like talking about me, like all of my personal things, just everything. And so I was like, okay, we're going to throw hands. (laughs) (laughs) And so... So is this after you started training or before? This was like, this was long after I started training. <laughs> <coughs> so Jansen put his hand, put the hands on him. Did it stay standing the whole time? Yeah, I, I never actually used because he asked to not go to the ground. Of course he did. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he knew that I did all of this stuff. Like he he asked not to go to the ground, and he asked not to basically just. Nothing on the ground. If it goes to the ground, just stand back up. Everything's standing. And, you know, like everybody does, like they just, they're always talking a lot. Stand them up. Stand them yeah. up. Yeah. Civilized fight. A fight with rules. But, I mean, it ended up good for me. I'm glad it ended that way. But I kind of wanted to not hurt. I didn't want to come out hurt. But come out with, like, a battle scar, I guess you could say. <laughs> That's awesome. Did this take place at the circle? What's the circle? Okay, oh then my that's a no. No, 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 not a circle. No. Okay. Which, uh, I, I you think went, did now. you go to your buddy's yard? I did, actually, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Which, go ahead. Are you proud no. of yourself for being in the loop right now? We No. <laughs> yes. He's over there smiling like... We planned on, like, we were, were friends. So we planned, we all planned on hanging out the next day. <laughs> so he says all of that stuff. I'm like, okay, well, we're going to hang out tomorrow. Let's go. And so we did. <laughs> <laughs> well, are y'all cool now or after the fact? Yeah, he's cool with me. Like, <laughs> we were supposed to stay and hang out, like, the whole day. But after that, he just stopped talking, didn't say anything. No one even, he left, but he didn't tell anyone. No, no one even knew that he left. But it was at his house? No. Okay. <clears throat> so, um, first of all, do I know this person? Yeah, you do. I, th- I, I yeah. Figured. Um, <clears throat> so, uh. I love how happy he looks. Like, yeah. do you see Jimmy's face right now? He's just, like, glowing. Like, I know. I'm in the know. No, it's just funny because I'm pretty sure I, I heard about it. I was pretty sure I heard about it. And then there was uh, something with Day Day, too. With this same kid? Um, no, it was uh, basically the same thing. He met up, going to throw hands, whatever. I And, like... It's funny because none of our guys, Day Day trained kickboxing for a little while, 
but none of our guys actually kickbox. But then they're making agreements like, oh, no, I won't take you down. People are like, no, no, I don't want to be on the ground with you. No, no, I don't want you to wrestle. I just want to throw hands. Let me ask this. Could you have kicked him? Oh, yeah. He he asked not to throw any kicks or anything. So straight no elbows. Boxing. Straight boxing. Straight boxing. He had so many rules. He did. Yeah, and uh, I mean. Yeah, that shows right there that he was worried. At first, it wasn't. There was one point he asked to grapple me, and I'm like, I'll grapple you. I don't have a problem with that. Like, <laughs> I'd rather okay. do that. Let's do that. I, yeah, really. Uh, I was more worried about keeping it standing than I was, like, going to the ground with it. But Keep kicking me under the table. <laughs> We're going to get um, the gloves. <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> I forgot what I was saying. Oh, you were saying that uh, you were worried he, about the standing. You were worried about the standing, and he, he just like at one point he wanted to grapple you because you was you was even worried about the standing. And yeah, uh, originally it was planned on being like no gloves or anything, and then when it actually came, like the day of, he asked to do nothing but like just straight boxing and keep it standing. And y'all happen to have boxing gloves? Yeah, because at the time, like, I had been training for a while. Like, I had some of the gym's gloves. <laughs> so, that's what we used. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> oh, gosh. It's hilarious. Is there a recording of said fight? He, he asked for no recordings. Of course. So many rules. There's yeah. a lot of rules. I, I got a feeling like he he was very worried about how it was going to go down and didn't even want to. I don't know. I don't really know what he was thinking, but it whatever he was thinking, I'm sure it didn't turn out that way. <laughs> 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 like there, I know there was one point where I, you know I hit him a little bit and then. He's he was stand he was still standing, but he was like wobbling and everything. I'm like, okay, should I hit him again? <laughs> and <laughs> so I wish I could have seen this. There was one. There was I think there was like multiple punches where I hit him and it was just like blood just like splattered everywhere. Like it got all over the gloves on my shirt. On me, on him, it was it was pretty nasty. But then after the the scheduled fight, I guess um, <laughs> gentleman's agreement, yeah, gentleman's wager. I had a towel in my bag, and I'm like, "Bro, are you okay? You need my towel." <laughs> and so I I got the towel. I'm just thinking about rush hour. Wipe yourself off. You're bleeding. Wipe yourself off. <laughs> so, so I gave him the towel to like wipe, wipe him, wipe himself off. And then, I guess he was okay with yeah. me. <clears throat> yeah, his feelings was hurt. He had to go home after that. Lick he just got beat in front of everybody. Mm. That's funny. Sort of. Well, I do not condone you uh, fighting in the backyard, throwing hands. With our tech center gloves. Yeah, that's not the top <laughs> advertisement that we'll, 
We but need. it's funny because that's exactly what the stuff that we used to do, and you stood up for yourself. So I'm proud of you for that. Yep. That's pretty cool that you stood up for yourself. And no one, like in the long run, like seriously injured anything. Like I feel like we need to go back to how sometimes used to be. Like when you, there was a disagreement or you didn't see eye to eye about something, you you throw hands. You live to fight another day. You settle, move on, and then now you got people. They want to carry around guns, or they just run their mouth and not want to do anything. It, nothing is handled like it used to be, and I, I, I wish things were handled like that way a lot more. I made all my friends. I made all of my friends from fighting them, and then after we fought, we were friends. Um, and then I, I was making that statement the other day, and then I realized. That all of my friends were made through fighting in some form or another because of what I do for a living. Like, I, I teach mixed martial arts, so we fight in the gym. Makes sense. So it never changed. Uh, so I, I do think that that's missing. I think that people are cowards and they just want to, um, they just, they're scared to take an ass with them. Yeah, I think. The advancement in technology has aided that because everyone has communication right at their fingertips so they can say whatever they want to online or on the phone or a message board and there's no repercussions. Yeah. So for me, I, I think that you're right in that aspect is like, it's really easy to say something on a computer to somebody you don't know because they don't seem human. Right. Just a computer. Yeah. But uh, I'll take it a step further and I'll say that the police have made it everybody pansies. Because if you started screaming at me and made me uncomfortable, I could just call the police and they would come in here and separate us or take both of us to jail or, like, we have to worry about that. Where, like, Florida has a mutual combat law. And as long as there's a, a authority present, you can fight. And I think that that should be the way it is, but it's not like that. In most places. In most places. Seattle's that way, too. Seattle has, really? a, Seattle has a mutual combat law. I would, law. honestly, the, like, not ever being, going there, visit, those things you see about the city, I would not have guessed that one. Yep. I would have guessed, like, Texas. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, there was a guy that dressed up like a superhero I, that would oh, go around. Oh, he was an MMA Jones. fighter. Yeah, he something was an MMA Jones. Phoenix. Yes. He's an MMA fighter, and he would challenge people to mutual combat. That's how I know about the law. That's I was awesome. like, is that a real thing? Or is he just some YouTuber? In Georgia? No. <laughs> uh, Georgia, if you hit somebody, it costs you uh, 65 bucks. That's and it? Yeah, 65 bucks is called, uh, uh, it's a misdemeanor, but it's uh, a battery. So if you hit them, it's not assault. If you fight somebody, it's simple battery. But, like, if you smack somebody. Simple battery. That's the charge. Okay. And it costs you 65 bucks. Next question. How do I know that? No, 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 uh, no, no. I mean, I was, I was going to tell is you. Is it uh, for multiple infractions? Does the, price, does the price go up or is it 65 every time? And uh, does it eventually uh, turn into I don't know. I've been yeah. charged with simple battery four times. And it's been but, 65 every time? But, it, well, I, uh, a kick and then a punch. And then uh, just a kick, because I leg kick people. But I've never actually paid any of it. 
just dismissed or yeah um a couple of times it was dismissed uh a couple of times nothing come of it but i know the i know the rules but or the whatever because i have been charged twice and had to like plead my case or whatever that seems really cheap yeah that's why i told (laughs) that's why when i was yelling at old buddy i was like dude i'll whoop your ass it's only 65 dollars as long as they don't have hospital bills like if you get if you get convicted of it and there's hospital bills, yeah, pay those bills. They they can take you to uh, like small claims or, or sue you to pay their their doctor bills too. Or if they get badly injured, like if you put them in a coma or anything like that, it'll up the charge from simple battery to something else, depending on the severity of the beating. And I only know that, but that because I've asked. I didn't experience that or whatever, but I have smacked somebody before, and then I have leg kicked somebody before where I have been charged. And but I'm gonna be honest, I tell you, just like I told the police that day, I was scared. I was scared. Yeah. Have y'all seen? I'm so. I'll say this beforehand. Like, I don't want to turn this into a political discussion, or I'm not naming any organizations. I'm just gonna ask if y'all seen this. Like, I think it's it's crazy. Like, it's BS. Uh, like some of the protesters will do the mob mentality and bully someone that doesn't agree with them, like in the street, and bully them, pick at them to get a reaction. And as soon as they get that reaction of them fighting back, they're a victim. They call the cops over. Yeah. They wait until they get a reaction. I think that's just straight bullshit. Yeah, I, I don't know, dude. I, I think that I think that's there's a lot of people that gaslight. And it's just gaslighting. And um, I think that if you poke anyone or anything, poke an animal, a person enough, I feel like if you poke them enough or whatever, you're going to get a reaction. Yes, I agree. And And they're, like, pushing, like, slapping the phone out of their hand, flipping their hair, like, doing something. That's assault. Yeah, doing something, like, like, mobbing them. And then when they fight back, the mob is... All together as a team calling the cops over saying that person. I'll put it on. I'll put it on record. Somebody smacks my phone out of my hand, I'll shoot them in their face. 100%. Shoot them in their face because I was scared. If there's like four or five people and they smack my phone out of my hand, I'll shoot all four of them five or six times a piece, reload, because I, I, I was scared. Yeah. I thought they was getting up. They, they were still twitching. I, I would I would blow them away. I don't know if you want that on record like this. Oh, I would put that on record. 100%. If you guys make me scared, if if I, look, dude, I'm going home. You know what I'm saying? Like, no. I don't care. You, that, that's not political. I don't care. I'm going home. It, and I mean that. Like, if five or six people come up to you berating you, getting in your personal space, that is assault. And at that point, I know, I know for a fact, I'm a really good fighter. I'm a really good fighter, but four or five people, I may not go home. I will blow their ass away. I will shoot them, and I won't feel a bit bad about it. I'll go, I'll tell the judge, I'll hand them a firearm, say, hey, the mob come up on me. They were smacking me. They were smacking my phone. I did what I had to do. And... There's nothing that anybody could say otherwise because if they flick your hair, that is assault. If they spit on you, 
That is assault. I agree with you on and that. And if somebody, if I have, if I have four or five people making me feel threatened that way, they're gonna. I'm taking them out. I'm I'm scared, and I'm not saying that to be funny. Like that's scary to me. Like. Not because I'm scared of four or five people, but I'm already on edge around crowds anyway. And you don't and know what they're going to do next if they're going to escalate And it. then if somebody spits on me and they're yelling at me, dude, that's it. Like, if they f- smack my phone out of my hand, that's it. I, now I don't even have a way to call for help. It's done. It's a done deal. As soon as I whip that thing out, I don't care if they're running away. I don't care because I'm, I'm, I'm putting the threat down. And I and I, I and people can say, oh, this and that, dude. I, that's why I go train with her dad. I train how to I train how to use my weapon. I train how to be safe with it. But I am not gonna let people hurt me and make and take me away from my kids. Like all it takes is for somebody to hit you in your head and you fall on the ground and hit your head the wrong way and now you're dead. Or somebody hit you and knock you down and then four or five people stomp you to death. My cousin's going through that right now. A guy broke into his house. He, they, he ran him off. The guy called him doing da-da-da-da, popping off or whatever, and he went over there and beat him up. And that guy was in a coma for like three months from one-on-one fight. Was in a coma. Like, he almost died over a one-on-one fight. You think I'm going to let four people do that to me? And I don't know what they know. They may know just as much as I do. I'm not, I'm not playing that game, homie. I'm going to go home to my kids. I'm going to go home to Taylor. Yeah, I don't disagree with nothing you said. I didn't want to try and trigger you and get on the rant. No, I'm not triggered. I'm just saying that I, <laughs> I, I wanted it clear. Like, I'm not just going out capping people or nothing like that. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not just going to go out and put plug somebody or something. But I'm going home safe. I'm, I'm not... I'm not teaching people to do that either. I'm just saying that me personally, if that is one of my options, I'm taking it. If it's me getting beat up and maybe possibly hospitalized or me, me protecting myself that way, man, it's, I'm not fighting four or five people. No. Easy choice. Yeah, it's easy choice. I'm not fighting four or five people. And especially if there's more than that, the more of them, the more they hope, the more, the, I mean, hey, they better hope I run out of bullets. I mean, that's just, y'all, you guys ran up on me and made me feel scared. And, and I'm not, I just, I, I can't do that. I can't. And I, I'm not paranoid or nothing like that, but you just don't do that to people. Right. And I'm all about one-on-one I'm all about fighting and being and having that gentleman's agreement. Like we're gonna fight and do this the right way. But I'm also all about uh, being safe and protecting knowing, yourself. And yeah, knowing like, hey, I have to protect myself. And if you are you got the mob mentality or several people like jumping up on me, wanting to like surround me and stuff. Hey, I'm sorry for you. Um, tell you, tell your mom and parents, you know, make you a t-shirt because you're fixing to go on it. Just, you know what I'm saying? Anyway, um, that's a cool story about your fight. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I went on the rant, I guess. Uh, wasn't planned that. It was just, I felt like it was part of the, we're talking, uh, 
telephone tough guys and how it used to be and just have y'all seen that didn't mean to get down that huge segue no that's fine I, <laughs> I it's fine like i yeah let's not we ain't gotta get back no, on no, it it's, oh, no, i'm just yeah. saying it's fine it's just one of those things man where you yeah. gotta be safe and you gotta yeah. understand training period i'm trained right. i'm trained and um that's why i'm trained is because i i always i grew up in an environment where i was a little scared and whatever right. so uh, so, how long have we been on? I feel like we're getting close to the end. Yeah, it's it's about time. Uh, uh, so, any uh, closing thoughts, like, Taylor? You got anything? I don't think so. Uh, about, oh, right. Wow, I've talked a lot today. Really? I feel like I. Have. I don't feel like you have. I feel like I talked a lot. I feel like we talked the same until you just went on that spiel. I feel like everyone has contributed until that. My bad. No, so oh, you uh, think I should edit it out? I'll edit out the rant if y'all want me to edit no, out. No, 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 no. I just. How much of that you want it, like, out there? Oh, I, I don't care. I'll tell the world. I just Oh, you just did. You did. I just didn't want to go down, like, with what I do outside of here. I didn't want to get anything political. That's all. And I don't think we did. So, I think we're good. No, yeah. I, don't, I, don't, so, I don't care about politics. No, like no, I mean, me. Like, my job and stuff. Oh. But I don't think we got political. So, we're okay. good. Gotcha. Uh, Jensen, anything you want to say or close on? Um, With me telling, like, that whole story or anything, no one was, like... Severely injured or anything. <laughs> like a I didn't cap anybody. <laughs> They're talking about murder. I didn't do that. Like he's okay. He's yeah, okay. Like he he's fine. I'm fine. I mean, we still talk. We're still friends. There's, it's in the past. No one yeah. ever brings it up. It's, it's gone good now. Yeah, and see, I th that's how I think things need to go back to. You know, a disagreement. You handle it. Now you move on. Uh, I don't have anything else. So that's cool. Uh, it's awesome that we had Jansen on here and he got to tell his his fight story. It's cool that uh, dude, we're we're so proud of you inside the school and like what you're doing. You're at every class, putting in the work. Like that is the that is the ideal student to me. Uh, Bam started it, then Zach. Um, now we have you and Day Day that are really showing up, Caitlin really showing up um and then we have our junior coaches that are showing up and putting in work it's really really cool to see a group of people that are committed to getting better and i i absolutely love it um i when i opened the school i had no idea what it would turn into never planned on coaching kids and now now we have them so it is is really cool what it turned into and i'm super stoked about doing all the Coach Jimmy stuff, doing a tournament that we got coming up July 24th at 2 p.m., 85 and under. We still haven't decided the other weight class because we haven't really got a whole lot of interest in other weight classes. It's going to be a heavier weight class, so you just don't know the cutoffs. Yeah, I just don't know what the cutoffs are. Uh, it's, it's just cool. I think the next one we're going to do is going to be like 18 to 16 and then do um, – it does, belts and stuff don't matter. Just do a, like a heavier weight, like 115 to 130 or something like that. I think that's what we're going to do. Um, looking forward to it. I appreciate you guys so much. I appreciate the people that are listening to this. Like, subscribe, hit the bell so you get notifications. Especially on YouTube. Find the Coach Jimmy stuff. Follow us on Twitch. Follow us on YouTube. Um, we're still getting our uh, uh, university online university up and running i think we're gonna name the tournament strange matter strange matter comp 
because it's the most dangerous thing in the universe. Everything it touches, it turns into strangelets. So that's pretty cool. Uh, pretty sure that's what we're going to name it. It's Strange Matter Comp. Okay. This is Bam Bam's first hearing it. Look at his face. Yeah, uh, like, what the fuck? Like, I really don't. I don't. <laughs> okay. And Taylor has to pee. That's why she's doing that dance. I do. Yeah. Smart water. And then Jansen's just like surprised. He don't even know why he's here. I'm just, I'm just cold. Yeah. It's cold Gosh, thank you. It feels good up here. Like, it feels I'm, so I'm good up here. It feels thank so good you. up here. Oh, we're, we're done. My All head. right, guys. That's it. Tech Talk. Please like, subscribe, hit the bell, follow us, follow us. Everywhere, because we are everywhere on all your social media apps, even TikTok now. Um, we're going to record some more of those and put it out. Man, thank you guys so much. Jansen, Taylor, Bam Bam. Peace. Coach Jimmy.